do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too hard for me. But I still my soul and make it quiet like a child upon its mother's breast. My soul is quieted within me. O Israel, wait upon the Lord from this time forth forevermore. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O Lord, remember David, and all the hardships he endured, how he swore an oath to the Lord, and vowed a vow to the mighty one of Jacob. I will not come under the roof of my house, nor climb up into my bed. I will not allow my eyes to sleep, nor let my eyelids slumber until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the mighty one of Jacob. The ark, we heard it was in Ephrathah, we found it in the fields of Jerim. Let us go to God's dwelling place, let us fall upon our knees before his footstool. Arise, O Lord, into your resting place, you and the ark of your strength. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness. Let your faithful people sing with joy. For your servant David's sake, do not turn away the face of your anointed. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. In truth, he will not break it. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If your children keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children will sit upon your throne forevermore. For the Lord has chosen Zion, he has desired her for his habitation. This shall be my resting place forever. Here will I dwell, for I delight in her. I will surely bless her provisions and satisfy her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation and for faithful people will rejoice and sing. There will I make the horn of David flourish. I have prepared a lamp for my anointed. As for his enemies, I will clothe them with shame, but as for him, his crown will shine. Glory to the Father and to the Son, into the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the Feast of the Annunciation, the day when Gabriel appeared to the Virgin Mary to announce to her that she would bear the Christ, the Anointed of God. Those of you doing the math at home, yes, this feast falls exactly nine months before Christmas. In the Church's concept of time, March 25th is a big day. It not only marks the day of Gabriel's announcement to Mary, and therefore the virginal conception of Christ, this day was also held to be the day of Christ's crucifixion, the day Adam was created, the day Lucifer fell, the day Israel passed through the Red Sea, and the day that Abraham took his son Isaac up Mount Moriah to sacrifice him. Suffice it to say, this is a day filled with redemptive possibility. As I've told you before, though we tenaciously hold that these things happened in time and space as historical facts, we also recognize that in liturgical time we are not simply looking back in memory at things that happened long ago. Rather, these things are brought forth in the church's midst, unveiled, made manifest, experienced. Mary is the prototypical Christian. She is the new Eve. Where Eve refused trust, Mary exemplifies it. Where Eve gave ear to the serpent, the enemy of God, Mary gives ear to Gabriel, the messenger of the Most High. Mary is the embodiment of God's promises to David in our Psalms this evening. The Lord has made a faithful oath unto David, and he shall not shrink from it. Of the fruit of your body shall I set upon your throne. I have prepared a lantern for my anointed. Mary, too, shows forth the posture of our other psalm, a posture that each of us should take. I do not occupy myself with great matters or with things that are too high for me, but I have stilled and quieted my soul like a weaned child upon his mother's breast, so is my soul quieted within me. O Israel, trust in the Lord from this time forth forevermore. Friends, I encourage you again. If you've not made space for silent contemplation in this strange Lent, do so. It is through the cultivation of silence, of stilling and quieting our souls like a weaned child upon his mother's breast, that we can attain to what St. Paul calls us to in our epistle lesson. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. The Lord is speaking. He seeks to be brought forth in the world through the church as he was brought forth in time through the womb of Mary. Let us listen to him with joy and anticipation. Let us seek stillness and quiet, not fretting over things that are beyond our capacity, but in conjunction with the Spirit, ready ourselves for Christ's manifestation in our midst once again. As our proverb speaks to us, Continue in the fear of the Lord all the day. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.